Hello, Case Confirm listeners. I just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. This is one of the co-hosts, Mira. And on this episode, we just wanted to do a behind the scenes into the making of the podcast. So the first part is a conversation with my co-host, Dina. And the second part is a conversation with my co-host, Vijaytha. And the three of us just tell you a little bit of sort of what went on behind the scenes with the recording of each of our episodes, as well as our thoughts about podcasting. And of course, we would love for you to continue to stay in touch and see our website at www.caseconfirmed.com. Thank you again. I'm excited that we've actually made it to our goal of 20 episodes. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I've seen this chart everywhere. It's about project enthusiasm and there's this huge dip in the middle. It's like people start off super excited when they're starting a new project and then it hits them like how much work it is actually yes. going to be. Yeah. And it's a U-shaped curve. But like, I feel like we had several of those phases. We were like a doubling to the end. Yeah. Pattern. <laughs> 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 Defied all trends. Oh my god. So yeah, made it made it to the end of our goal. So I've learned a lot from doing this podcast, but it was a lot harder at points than I thought it would be, but also a lot more fun than I thought it would be too. Yeah, same. I and I remember one of my big motives in doing it was like I'm such a technophobe and just like afraid of all things tech and like how to maneuver tech things. So I was like, all right, like doing this like creative, you know, tech-based project will help with that. Yeah. And I was putting very little stock in like what the outcome would be, you know, like how far reaching it would be or anything like that. It was, oh, like just to do this for the sake of the creative process to learn, to like learn a new skill, meet new people. Our analytics are also always just very international. Right. That just like floored me. I remember the first time when you were like, oh, we have listeners here and here in Brazil and this and that. Uh And also people like emailing us to be interviewed and to like intern and making it on a few of the like best public health podcast ratings was, yeah, really, really cool. Yeah, that was nice getting like a random email. We made this list. We are all now scattered in different directions, more or less. Like, we're not really tied to Boston anymore. But, you know, it started in Boston. And so our mindset was just kind of more local at the time. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah, it was really cool seeing that people from very far places could connect with it. So we decided on the name, I think, through a survey where we had narrowed it down to a few options, and then we sent it to all of our friends and family and had them vote. And that was the big winner. I don't know what else we were considering naming it, but there were a few other options, but I think this was the runaway champion, (laughs) so we just went with it. (laughs) And then we had a few logo options. Maybe the logo was already chosen by me and Vijayka when you joined. I don't know if you were part of that process. Yeah, you had already had a friend, like a friend who was a graphic designer. Yeah. That was that was already set. Yeah, so Faye, yeah, she designed the logo. And I don't know, the process from there was just getting, I feel like you were the person actually who reached out to Sandro and got her first interview. I was, yeah, because I was a new student at, at uh, USPH. I think, yeah, I was like in my first year still. And I was like, I will use my, you know, first year 
clout and connections to just hit up the dean of the school of public health. Yeah, no, it was. <laughs> I had I had very little expectation that they would actually respond to you know my little request, but but they did, and they were very kind about it. We also had a lot of range in the kinds of speakers that we ended up getting because of your interest in maternal health and yeah. me and infectious disease and Vegeta and, and biostats that we all had different areas of interest. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so what was your favorite episode to do? This is a question I have for you that's I was I'm curious about. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, for me that's easy. It was with my old UMass Boston professor, Chris Bobel. Uh, Public health has its period. Yeah. Um, I love her. She's such a joy to talk to. She's lovely. And we were like in her in we her house. In her, in her house. Yeah. I like went yeah. to her house for the first time. And we talked about periods, which is, you know, one of my favorite things to talk about. So it was, yeah, that was definitely a memorable one for me. Yeah, no, that was one of my favorites as well, actually, because it was really cool being, um, at the time we were, we weren't recording with Anchor, we were recording with GarageBand. And yes, yep. it was really cool being in her house and just like having that home environment to record in and also, she's also vegan, so I remember she had, like, soy milk for my coffee or something. She's, like, yes, yeah. very excited that I could actually drink coffee and stuff before we recorded. Right. So, she, yeah, so, like, there was just a lot of alignment. I think all of us had good chemistry. And yeah. She's really smart and interesting, so. Oh, um, yeah, Chris could have chemistry with, like, a brick wall. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, she's she's wonderful. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. yeah. How about you? I really enjoyed that episode too, but I'm trying to think if there's any other ones as well that stand out to me. <laughs> I honestly think our first episode was one of my favorites because because it was like our first time doing this. Right. And it was like a little bit intimidating just being like in this conference room setting up setting up for a conversation with the dean and yeah, just basically, just basically being these like newbies, just we're able to connect with someone who has so much experience. I thought that was just really cool. I just immediately felt that the project would be worth doing because, yeah. you know, you just meet with really cool people. And up until that point, it was a theoretical idea for me and not like an actual thing. You know, it was just like, oh, I'd like to someday make a podcast or and then when you're actually recording it, it's real, you know, in that moment, you're there and you're doing it. And so it's just that leap was really powerful for me. And then other episodes that come to mind, I don't know, they're all special. They just all had their own kind of appeal. But I did like the ones where we did it in person before the pandemic yes, more, yeah. more than the remote. Yeah. Yeah. And so... That would be my overall impression. It's just, it is nice to like be face to face with people. For sure. For sure. But on the flip side, it, it did open up the possibility of more speakers once we started recording them virtually, which was also cool. But I, I agree. Like it's, even for me, I feel way more comfortable when I'm with somebody face to face and, you know, over the phone or over Zoom. Exactly. But yeah, we did manage to open up the doors with Anchor a lot yeah. more. Yeah. Um, so with this podcast, yeah, it's been really fun and I would totally do it again and, you know, recommend podcasting to other people as well as something to try.
but I think that it's, yeah, it's something that I've inspired other people to do and, and we've inspired other people to do. And I think it's been a good experience for them as well. Um, from what I've seen. So, um, yeah. And I, I think I'm also very grateful to our speakers. So obviously the podcast would not be possible without them and it all having, you know, people listen and look forward to episodes. Like I'm always quite excited whenever an episode drops, like the day that it drops, it gets so many listens. I know. I know that um, always made me so happy to see again, because you know, so much work goes into behind the scenes of contacting speakers and, you know, finding a time that works for everybody and sound check and editing and, and all of that, which Mira, I want to thank you. I know you've carried so much of the, of the bulk of doing like the editing and, and all of that. So I just, I just want to elevate that um, <laughs> and recognize it. All those but, minutes of removing ums from conversations. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> As I say, an um, right after that, for you to remove. <laughs> no, I am keeping that one, Dee. That one, is, that one is staying in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so thank you all that that listened and made it. Yeah, and made all of this worthwhile. It's a yeah. huge, huge, huge. Yeah, very huge appreciation from all of us. Yeah, and appreciation to you too, Dina, for getting speakers who you know, I feel like you connect with immediately and just have all these like great ideas for speakers that I would never have met otherwise either. Mm-hmm. I, I know that Al- Dr. Alistair Martin is now working like directly with President Biden. So yes, you know, I mean, he, no surprise. <laughs> <with> you, Alistair, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you pulled some really like cool speakers. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I think there's just been like a lot of yeah, really cool people that I wouldn't have met otherwise. And it was also just really fun. I mean, we had, I don't know if we had any episodes where all three of us were together on it. That's a good question. I don't. We were hoping today would be the first. (laughs) We were hoping today would be the first. But But, yeah, I don't think we've had any calls necessarily with all three at the same time. But I think we still had a lot of fun with, you know, just uh, the episodes where we did them jointly and yeah um, yeah yeah and i don't want to lose our domain name because if we lose it then everyone wants that domain yeah protect it (laughs) it is ours forever yeah (laughs) case confirmed yeah yeah so yeah we'll we will post we will post uh, links to our episodes up there and um transcripts and things and yeah, maybe we'll even get some blog updates from you, Dina, about where you are and what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, no, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Um, it is funny because people listen to our episodes years after they've been posted as well. So Yeah, right. So I think it is nice to just have a place for people to learn about the podcast and just keep it live. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But, okay. All this right. has been fun. It has been. It has been truly all right dina um take care and i will edit this episode except for that one um that you did that one staying in there (laughs) (laughs) all right take care all right bye mira all 
All right, it was great to hear Dina's perspective on the behind the scenes of creating Case Confirmed. Now I'm turning to our other co-host, Vegeta, again talking about behind the scenes of the making of this podcast. Thank you listeners for tuning in. Hello. Hey. Hi, Mira. How are you? <laughs> Good. How are you? Good. So we have succeeded in reaching our original goal of 20 episodes of Case Confirmed. I remember when I, one time I was with Dina and I was talking to her about how many episodes we should aim for. And at first she suggested 21 and I said, no, we can't do an odd number because it'll look like we just gave up. <laughs> oh yeah. True. <laughs> I think we were playing around with 12 at first, but I think settling on 20 was a good idea. Yeah, you're right. We were playing around with 12 at first, but then we, we kept going and like, we were like, okay, 20 is a nice even number and clearly an accomplishment. So we're good with that. I also think we just got such great topics and speakers, you know, it wasn't a forced 20, you know, we just got such like great speakers all around. Yeah, I think that we did. And, you know, I, I think that in general, I've learned like so much from every person that we've talked to. There's just, I would, you know, 100% say that it was an awesome experience for me. I don't know about for you, what your thoughts were. Yeah, I mean, I think it was so nice that all of our speakers you know, got rid of the jargon, really distilled it down for, you know, anyone to be able to understand these somewhat complex topics in the public health field. So I really appreciate it. Just being able to connect with them on like a more fundamental level. Right, right. Is there any episode that stands out to you as the favorite one that you did? Oh, there were so many. I think the one with Dr. Weiner about the gut and, you know, it's consequences on like current and future research that's being done I think that one really stood out for me I mean I loved listening to that one because I wasn't there with the recording part of it but I remember editing that episode and just loving that episode um, a lot so yeah I know out of the three of us you probably edited the most episodes and I probably edited the least episodes (laughs) Um, is there like major takeaways that you've had from the editing experience that you I don't know, that you could impart your wisdom on to like both our listeners and to me. Yeah. So I think with it's kind of funny because there's a parallel here in my mind with public health. So trying to edit an episode after you don't get a clean recording is like trying to give medicine to a sick patient. And just getting a clean recording the first time is like public health. It's like prevention and it just saves so much time. So I think the focus should be on getting the recording to be as clean as possible so that post-production work is minimal rather than kind of having like episodes where there's just, you know, random noise in the background because then you can fix it to an extent, but it's still, there are things that will just still bleed into the episode. And so it's really all about, in my opinion, it's really all about getting the cleanest sound as you can from the get-go and not waiting until post-production to worry about it. Completely agree completely agree so in terms of uh getting good speakers what wisdom would you impart onto people oh that's I mean that's a really good question I would say you know doing the fundamental research as to how 
your speaker can connect to your overall goal that you're trying to achieve in the podcast is really important. I think that's something we did a great job of assessing. And I think the second aspect of it is communicating clearly to our, you know, interviewees what we were expecting for the podcast as well so that they came into the interviews you know, of course, being an expert in their field, but also being able to like distill it down and not make it so academic to the point that it would feel like you're in a classroom, if that makes sense. And so I think I think just having those like two important pieces come together, I think really worked on our behalf. Right, right. So what would you say was the best part about doing this project for you? Um, as you obviously no because this was a big struggle in the beginning I didn't think I would be good at this you know (laughs) I was actually scared of doing this in the beginning and I know you and I had a lot of back and forth about it of you know whether it's something that I could see myself like gaining the confidence to do in and of itself and I think you I roped you into it yeah you roped me into it I think you gave me the confidence and I think like one I think key message that I think I heard you say, this was probably like four or five years ago at this point, but um, you know, that you kept telling me is that it's okay to fail at something, you know, but at least you tried. And so I think just looking back at that conversation and being like, okay, you know, this makes sense. Like, why not at least try? I think that is, you know, the biggest takeaway I had. And like, I respect so much from our friendship back then, you know, that I think, gaining that confidence to be able to like interview experts in this field and to understand how to piece together stories to like bring good content to our listeners is something that I've really enjoyed over the past few years. We all go through periods in life where there's something that's a stretch and it's like, you don't really know what's going to happen. But I mean, like you said, I mean, this is, I think that this was a good experience for us. So um, sometimes things can just turn out well, you know? Completely agree. What would you say is the like biggest learning experience for you? Something that I learned about myself was that there are a lot of points in a project where you'll go through dips in motivation and it can be really hard to get through those points. So Dina and I were talking about this actually a little bit where, you know, the typical project curve is like a U-shaped curve and she and I were joking about how we were more like a W or a squiggly line <laughs> for motivation throughout the project because there's points where, you know, it's easy to to go through editing an episode. And then there's points where, you know, there's might be a lot of detail-oriented work. And so it can be frustrating at points as well. It's not just it's not just parts of recording with a speaker. It's also some of the more nitty gritty kind of like, Oh, I am. Why am I up? Why am I up this late? And, and I always text you when I'm up this late and you always tell me to go to sleep. <laughs> but sometimes it's because there's some episode I've finished editing or whatever, you know, and you just have to finish it. And, and uh, yeah, so those points were difficult. And I think I learned that I just have to stick it out, I guess, like just the importance of just being persistent and not giving up on it I don't know you know it was like we needed all three of us at all that a lot of the different points in this journey and I don't think it would have really worked as well with one person or two people 
you know. Completely agree. So I think that was also a cool thing was just like the teamwork aspect and yeah. To learn more about us, you can go to caseconfirmed.com. As a reminder, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Podcasts. Once again, a huge heartfelt thank you to our listeners and speakers over the years. Without your time and support, this project would have never been possible. And for that, we are incredibly grateful.